0: one welcome to the spinner's lip pinball podcast tonight's episode episode 12 Goodbye 2017, hello 2018. I'm your host, Spencer Klingin, and back with us again from a a holiday hiatus is uh, my co-host and good friend, Seth Holder. Seth, welcome back. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year to you, sir. Did you have a nice Christmas?
1: I had a wonderful Christmas filled with uh, family, very poor internet data connections, and uh, lots of giving, so it was was, uh, good all around.
0: Right on, yeah. No, that's nice. So, yeah, you had a big house full of folks I, re- I recall you talking about.
1: Yeah, well, I think Christmas Day we had about 40 people over for, for dinner.
0: Wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Cool, man. And
1: and you had a quiet New Year, I'm assuming? Well, yeah. I mean, the awesome part about Christmas Day is that they actually all left uh, by 10. Uh, and so we were able to recover a little bit, and then by New Year's, yeah, it was it was pretty subdued. I I, don't, I think everybody left by 10 p.m. on <laughs> New Year's as well. Wow, it was one of those New Year's where we were all just like, yeah, yay, let's go to bed.
0: Yeah, that's it. my house is always quiet. We don't go out, you know. We you know we sit down with the Star Wars movie or something, popcorn, and uh, sure, I, I'm usually the only one still up at midnight. So you know. So, go out on a Tuesday, you know, in the middle of October when nothing's going on. And, right. <laughs> you know, and I don't travel on holidays. So, well, uh, t- 2017 was a, a pretty, pretty interesting, amazing uh, year for uh, our crazy little hobby. And uh, I'm,
1: you know, well, sure it was. You know, we, we, we started a podcast. So that's monumentous for us.
0: We did. We did. And it's still going. And I'm rocking some new gear. So I hope I'm sounding better. So,
1: Your voice sounds amazing.
0: Oh, right on. Oh, I'm a little turned on by that. So, all right.
1: Cool. Family show, Spencer. Family Family show.
0: show. Family show. Got it. You know, I'm proud of myself. I have yet to curse on the show. We haven't had to edit anything I've said yet. So, no, keep it.
1: Yeah, but, you know, practical Steve. uh, (laughs) just We've had guests that kept us on our toes. So, that's good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we had a couple of bleeps in, in, uh, in those two episodes. That's okay. It made it interesting. Made it fun. All right, so it's time to jump into our first topic. Here's the top five news items of 2017. I didn't take a poll for this. I just kind of – kind of. Thank, thank God you didn't take a poll. Thank God I didn't take a poll. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that later. Okay, so my top five starting at number five is Keith Elwin uh, joining Stern's uh, design team as a, as a new designer. Um, remember what it was a couple of years ago, at Pitagogo. Uh, playing his uh, archer prototype, and sure. uh, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed playing that. Um, really, really excited to see what he's going to bring to the table. You know, being such, a, uh, you know, a well-known professional player and a multi-time world champion, I think he's going to bring a lot of interesting uh, uh, innovation. I mean, maybe may not have so much innovation, but you know, it, it's it's a pinball player design the games i mean yes the other designers love to play like that but i mean you know this is the consummate player and i think so, uh, teaming him up with uh uh some of the you know uh good coders you know like lime and again another multiple world champion and and an amazing player i think they might be able to come up with some really really cool stuff so i'm excited to see what uh what uh keith ellen's going to be bringing to the table in the near future
1: um yeah absolutely absolutely i think uh you know, we were all pretty excited when, when he made the transition and we saw all the Archer stuff uh, get yanked uh, off of YouTube and, and the web. We thought, ooh, maybe maybe this is Stern going to consider doing the Archer theme. But I, I think uh, in hindsight now it's it's more of a, uh, Stern has to be careful not to be associated with a unlicensed, licensed theme, if you will. And they probably pulled it out of uh, protection more than anything else, just to make sure there was a, a concrete line that hey we're not trying to do a unlicensed theme with your licensed theme uh, which is too bad but yeah i'm, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to see what uh, kind of fresh life he could potentially breathe into designing um these new tables yeah definitely yeah and you, and you brought up a really good point i hadn't thought of
0: about the archer pin you know because i was i was thinking myself and i'm sure a lot of other people were thinking the same thing oh well, hey why did they pull that down you know he wasn't building it for stern it was you know, essentially a homebrew project. So, but you, you brought up a really good point I hadn't thought of. Oh. Well, all right, on to number four, Zach Sharp. Number number four, four. Zach Sharp joining uh, the Stern team is. Uh, uh, is uh,
1: Stern sponsoring our? News? They are
0: not. This just happens to be the first. Okay, three,
1: just checking. Actually, just the checking.
0: first three news items are going to be uh, the top news items are going to be Stern related. So.
1: 60 percent well they're given their market share i guess yeah
0: fair. kind of pretty much so um yeah zach sharp is the new uh public relations uh marketing guy um i think a great choice a fantastic choice you know his uh his years of experience as a competitive player and working in the coin-op industry um and his lineage to his father you know, i don't think they could have picked a better choice for that job i mean already.
1: His brother might disagree with you, but yeah, I, I, I agree. Oh, there
0: you go. Uh,
1: I mean, you've seen what they've done with the IFPA, so um, clearly they've they've got their act together. The entire family. Yeah,
0: yeah. definitely, definitely, and, and and you know, there's a real passion there for it. So you know, the, and and you know, passion makes all the difference in the world. It really does. If you're really passionate about something, um, you know, people know you're going to put your heart into it. So. I just thought that was a really important news item from this year, which brings us to our number three item, which I, I, for the last two weeks, you know, putting together this episode, you know, just little notes here and there at a time. I really, really debated over whether or not to even mention this, but it is a part of, of, you know, the pinball news of 2017. And, uh, I'm just going to touch on it briefly. Uh, and that's John Trudeau. Um, For any listeners that might not know who the guy is, John Trudeau is a very well-known pinball designer, designed games uh, back in the early 80s for Gottlieb um, and worked at Bally Williams for several years, Um, and then, of course, at Stern Pinball. He had come back and designed, uh, what, three titles, Uh, Mustang, WWE, uh, WrestleMania, and Ghostbusters. Uh, was his last game he designed, um, as well as many, many very popular and well respected and loved games from Gottlieb and Bally Williams. Uh what was it? Just October, I guess. Um, he was. Uh, they got a search warrant, police, local police in Illinois, and uh, it issued a search warrant and found him in possession of child pornography. Allegedly,
1: um, so, alleged, allegedly, <laughs> just so. to cover our own legality. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so th- this is the this is the news story and uh so far I haven't heard anything else. You know, like everybody else in America, um he deserves a, a, a fair trial and uh uh is innocent until proven guilty in a court of law by a jury of his peers. Um
1: But where there's smoke, there's fire stuff. So.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, it it, it 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 cut deep into uh the pinball community, man. I mean, you know, it just I remember just, you know, it was heartbreaking to to hear that news that somebody that a lot of us respected his work and that to hear about something like this, it, it really, uh, it really cut of cut deep and, it, you know, it, uh, um, it, it wasn't easy news for anybody to take. So, and that's why I think that's a number three news item in 2017 related to pinball. Moving on to number two, um, is uh, the highway pinball buyout, um, you know, uh, Andrew Highway started the company, produced uh, the game Full Throttle, and then was working on Alien uh, Pinball. And then things kind of started to fall apart. Uh, he uh, basically got uh, some outside private investors, and then bowed out of the uh, company, and it just kind of disappeared since then. So, which uh, we'll, we have some more news items on Highway, but we'll get to those in a minute. Okay, so that's
1: on to our. Uh, did you have anything to add onto the highway? Uh? No, uh, like I said, I don't have a, a lot to add to this segment. Okay, uh, well, our number one um, is. Uh, do, 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 do.
0: There you go. Uh, there we go.
1: There we go. Uh,
0: our number one is uh, news item of twenty seventeen is uh, J Pop or John Papa Duke and Deep Root. Pinball. Uh, This story broke a couple of months ago, too, and uh, uh, kind of by accident. It was just kind of on uh, their website, which they're like some kind of investment law firm or something, Deep Root. And all of a sudden now they're uh, self-proclaimed experts at designing pinball machines and building them. So we shall see. Uh, And they've hired John Papaduke, which uh, if you followed the pinball hobby news at all in the last – Five, six years, you know that John Papaduke was also a pinball designer, or is, or was. It uh, <laughs> Depending on who you talk to, you'll get one or two or both answers. Uh, for Bally Williams in the, in the 90s, put out uh, some pretty good games. Uh, they're still well sought after, well-respected titles. And then uh, he tried to forge out on his own, and, well, it didn't go so well. So uh, with a uh, brief stopover at uh, – American Pinball, uh, who, who uh, you know, quickly uh, cut ties with Mr. Papa Duke. now it's uh, on to Deep Root. So they announced that he was going to be a game designer there, and then uh, they let out a couple of small interviews talking about how awesome their product was going to be, and then they just disappeared. So I, I don't even know where to go with this one other than, you know, it certainly it certainly captured the attention of the pinball community. So...
1: Well, you can say, uh, uh the name John Papa Duke and you got an immediate, uh, audience the people that are ready to throw rotten vegetables, uh, and boo. So, uh, definitely it's a, uh, uh, fire starter topic, um, for, for many people that have been burned or know people that were burned or, um, you know, we're just a, a still a small knit community, at least for now. And so, um these kinds of things have repercussions throughout the whole hobby. It's no shock that, uh, he made it onto your list. Uh, it's not really even a shock that he's number one on your list. I think, um, deep root is playing the long game. Everything I got from them. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not for or against anybody trying to get into pinball, but, um, I think if you're going to get into it, I think they probably have the right approach where, Hey, look, um, we'll, we'll go off and work on it. And when it's ready to be, um, come off the assembly line and start shipping then we'll we'll give you an update but until then uh there's there's nothing no vested interest in us for trying to build hype um well let's let's build hype off of a, a complete machine so i suspect deeper will be dark for quite some time um as they either figure out that they don't want to be in the pinball business or uh they figure out how to be successful in it
0: Yeah. I, I think that's a really good point, a really valid point. You know, the two most important things are, yeah, they're not, they're not showing, you know, a year in advance. Oh, here's some artwork. Oh, here's a toy. Oh, here's a mech. Oh, here's this, you know? And then, uh, uh, you know, then they have eight or nine delays or whatever, and they're not asking for any money, you know? So, you know, right there, you know, um, like I said, we'll see, we'll see what happens, you know, if they can do it, I'll applaud them and, and play their games and enjoy them and, uh, great and if they don't well you know
1: we're not out anything so you know that's a win that's a win win absolutely um more more vendors selling in this space definitely doesn't hurt the consumer uh it may start hurting other vendors but um for right now uh you know let the competition begin agreed agreed
0: oh and before i side note before i jump into our next topic um uh I was going to mention this the last two episodes, and it just kept slipping my mind. I finally sat down and watched uh, the Spooky Pinball documentary, Things That Go Bump in the Night. Uh, really good documentary. I highly recommend you rent it, uh, or, you know, if you feel crazy enough to buy it, uh, go out and buy it. You know, support uh, your independent filmmaker and uh, support, you know, a good pinball company with good folks that are well-respected in the hobby. Um, it was it was definitely about pinball. But it was also about a small business, a small family-owned startup company in a small town, and how the whole town rallied around them, and uh, not just them, but other local small businesses uh, that really, they really promoted and supported them. Um, So it's really, if you're thinking about starting a company or a startup business, um, it's really worth a watch, even if... uh, you know, you're not hardcore into pinball because it, it, it shows some really unique and interesting concepts that were developed by their, uh, their little community and uh, to, to get small family owned businesses off the ground. And uh, really neat, really, really, really interesting uh, film and the way they, they showed all of that going on.
1: So it's like a small town coming together to support them and kind of feel good story
0: yeah yeah really is you know gives you gives you faith in the american dream again it's really cool so anyway so i wanted to throw that out there uh so uh pinheads man and even non-pinheads check it out it's a good little film uh all right so we are up to reviewing our favorite moments from past shows of 2017 mm. well i have two i wrote down the first one was uh i gotta look at what episode number it was um It was episode eight um, with uh, Justin and uh, Justin Kelly, uh, Fat Train on Pinside, (laughs) and the saga of the Star Trek game. Mm -hmm. Uh, That just that story was funny. I mean, in the way he told it, that was just great. I mean, I, I still chuckle every time I think about it. Mm hmm um so if you haven't heard episode eight go back and listen to episode eight and listen to the star trek story about how he bought a star trek next generation game that he really didn't even want so
1: well and and one of my favorite things of 2017 was when you accidentally deleted episode eight from soundcloud
0: oh just yeah i know i know sorry about that whoops um, so yeah, please re-listen so we can get the stats back up for that episode. You know what? That thing's cranking it out still. If we take the old stats and the new one, that, that episode's got that's our like our highest rated episode. Um,
1: it's not us; it's all Justin. Obviously, it, uh,
0: it is all Justin. He's just a really righteous dude. He's a fun guy. So I always look forward to seeing him just hanging out and talking with him. uh, uh this the second one was from. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. That was episode nine was Justin. My apologies. Episode nine, with Justin. The episode title is just filling in the dots. Okay. Episode eight with Juniper Neff. Uh, the episode was titled uh, The Lady Has Skills. Uh, it was something Juniper said when uh, we were talking. And uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but um, she said, you know, Pinball League is the only place where she is a 15-year-old girl can offer up her opinions on a game or a feature or a repair tip or something, whatever. And everybody listens and they value and respect her opinion as much as anybody else in the group, you know, be they 30 or 50 or 60. And I thought that was a really powerful statement, you know, and it speaks volumes about pinball people in general. And, and especially, you know, our little, our little group that gathers together to hang out and play pinball And I thought, wow, that's you know that really speaks volumes. And uh, when I was kind of just reviewing, you know, my highlights of the year, those those are the two that came to mind.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, uh, every every league we We got really bad echo. Okay, we can edit that. Test test. Okay, looks like it went away. Take two. (laughs) I think uh, every league, what's interesting about pinball is every league has its own personality. You know, some leagues are uh, all about competition. Some leagues are all about um, hanging out and uh, enjoying each other's company. Uh, Some leagues are more family-oriented. Some leagues are, you know, all female. Um, So, you know, uh, I I think that's the other interesting thing about the hobby is um, there's – not only is it uh, welcoming, there's there's a, a niche out there for you if you have a specific scratch uh, itch you're looking to scratch.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Did you have any other uh, favorite moments from uh, any of the shows?
1: You know, obviously on a personal note, uh, uh, doing the first episode with you as, as a guest, that was really enjoyable. and That kind of gave me the bug to come back and uh, join you for more episodes, so that first episode will always have kind of a a soft spot in my heart, Um, and then um, I think the only other thing, I think it's pretty awesome that you also lost episode one, and uh, those uh, of us that are lucky enough to have heard it, uh, get to be blessed to have heard it, and the rest of uh, the audience will always wonder what was episode one like.
0: Yeah, it's out there somewhere, so... You know, I know it's out there somewhere. I just, I, I you know, I'm gonna take some more time trying try to.
1: Find if you're sensing a pattern here, yes, uh, roughly every nine episodes something gets deleted. Yeah, no doubt. Can't wait for
0: episode 18. No doubt, right? I'll get it right. Hey, you know it's a learning curve. So those of you at home are thinking about starting a podcast, whether it be about pinball or anything else. Okay, I've done it with basically no training, no experience, and no money. So you can do this. So um yeah because that was one of my rules i wanted to do it as free or cheap as possible um you know so you know and i'm doing it and, and you know uh it's getting better all the time so um you know we'll just keep at it keep at it keep at it um so let me see we are on to remember our we phone. need what
1: are we on to muting our we phones are on, yet? Yeah.
0: You know what? Actually, we're going to get to that later. Um, it's actually uh, – oh, Mark Scoff is actually texting me right now. Um, Mark Scoff wanted to shout out. I almost forgot. Uh, for uh, Again, a shout out to Mark Scoff out of Reno, Nevada, for uh, writing and recording the Spinner's Lit theme song, which you heard at the beginning of the show. Thank you, Mark. Super it is awesome. super awesome. Really nice work on that. So um next up is uh a little bit of a sad note, uh remembering friends we lost in 2017. Uh this one still hurts a lot and it's been a while. It's been uh, uh nearly a year um since we lost Steve Sharland. And uh, you know, every time I think about it, um it, it still hurts, you know.
1: It, it right. is,
0: it is, you know, cause he was such a, a, uh, he was such a huge part of the hobby and of our lives and just uh, such an awesome guy, you know, and, uh, um, you know, over the past year since we lost him, you know, there's so much going on in the world and, uh, you know, just take a minute and, and think about, wow, Steve, you know, um, you know, he should still be here. So.
1: And he is in our – He lives on in our system yes. eighty games. His knowledge and expertise uh, will continue to be alive and part of this community. Forever. And he
0: will be remembered again this year at the Golden State Pinball Festival coming up this May. So yes, indeed. So just wanted to to kind of you know take a minute to remember remember the year and remember Steve. Um, <laughs> hmm. So up uh, next. The best games of 2017 pin side poll results.
1: Boy, that was (laughs) eighteen ideas. Spencer, what what have you learned about doing? Well, you know what I've learned
0: is uh,
1: okay. You know, I I I want a concrete, succinct, short answer. Don't do it. (laughs) There you go. That is the only correct Uh, answer. Or I or have super thick yeah, skin. Yeah, you know, that's a
0: good part. I actually do have pretty thick skin. So, you know, I you know, it is what it is. So, you know, it's like, <laughs> I mean, I, I swear, man, on paper, it looked perfect. And as usual, when I do stuff like this, I'm on no sleep. And I'm, I'm working, but I, sometimes depending on what I'm doing that day, I might be just jammed in the hilt in between actually being on a job site and emails and phone calls and everything else. Or like there's sometimes like when I did that, I had five free minutes and I was standing literally in the middle of a vineyard. So, um, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, I got five minutes. I'll just throw this together. No, you can't throw that stuff together. To, I actually left out Batman 66 too. So so I, I compiled the data of the people that actually –
1: well, I was, let's just, let's just let's All start right. from the beginning. I just want to read, uh, oh, this echo is killing me, dude. Test. You test. sound fine to me. All right, we'll to. All right, we'll just have to, I can hear myself, so that's really hard to talk. So you had started a uh, pin side poll. And you asked something right. very simple. Right? You said, Hey, look, I want to know what everybody's input is into what the best game of two thousand seventeen. And and your simple rule was that it has to be announced and shipped in two thousand seventeen. Right. That was your simple rule. And then you immediately broke your rule by putting Pirates of the Caribbean. And you know what? They, of they, of got games,
0: they got games they got games in test. They're test games on location close enough. Well, they shipped the game to test location. Damn it! I, I know I'm bouncing to somatics, but oh, I cost. Oh. <laughs> so, look at that.
1: <laughs> That's a good there way to start go. 2018. <laughs> so, with that premise, you you uh, took a look in your five minute in the middle of the vineyard and said, "Hmm, Aerosmith, Star Wars, Guardians, Pirates, and total nuclear yeah. annihilation." Not How, well. How'd that go? So then I tried to fix it. and I
0: couldn't I, again I, on my phone. There's a lot of stuff for, I can't do well. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a tech guy anyway. You know that better than anybody. But uh, so what I did is I said, "All right, screw it. I'll just start a second part of the poll. Say poll part two and put the other games that people wanted." And I still left the weird thing is I left Batman sixty uh, six out, and nobody said a word about it. And you know, the funny thing is. That's actually one of my favorite games that actually got shipped this last year. Uh, I was playing it. We had a company Christmas party uh, at CoinOp. And uh, uh, the company paid for everything, including games. They were just handing out $10 bills. Go get quarters. Uh, Where do I apply? With me, ma'am. <laughs> I run the place. So, yeah, the old man said, go wherever you want. like, can we go to CoinOp? It's like, yes, Definitely. So they pop for food and uh, drinks and uh, uh, all the games you can want. I I showed up with twenty dollars and quarters on my own because you know I'm serious about it and uh, and then I I used their ten bucks they gave me and uh, I used that completely on Star Wars. Uh, I put 10, ten bucks just into Star Wars. Wow. and And uh, played a lot of pinball that night and uh, it was really cool because a couple of the younger employees they played pinball a couple times and they' weren't really into it they got really into it now they want to keep going back and then uh, one of the other older uh, employees who's, who's in his early 40s uh, I couldn't hardly get him off the pinballs it was great and he goes this is so awesome He goes, it you know it brings me back to when I was a high school kid and played pinball you know in the local arcade in the early 90s and I'm like yeah man it's awesome so we had a really good time but uh, i kind of sidestepped in there but anyway um, um,
1: so you didn't include uh black knight or i'm sorry black knight yeah i, I call it by its own batman, 66, batman yeah. 66 but but i noticed you included thunderbirds in the yeah, second bowl, yeah yeah i kind of feel
0: Battle leaving houdini out because i mean well and they actually shipped a game so
1: well but you added you created the um, all right
0: before they shipped well, it they shipped it nonetheless <laughs> again what did i learn this week what did i learn in school today don't start polls on pinside,
1: or just follow the rules of the poll that you post.
0: You, you, you're you're aware another of another whole mantra that uh, I've lived my entire life by, aren't you? Um, no, it is. I don't know if it's family friendly. Oh, oh yeah, it's <laughs> a no, uh, different one uh, from Indiana Jones. Man, I, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go along. There's no plan. I've been shooting from the hip since day one, man. And somehow it's worked pretty well, you know, aside from pin side polls. So.
1: Well, I, I will say this, right? Uh, all kidding aside, uh, you created the two polls and um, you got a lot of response. You had a 180 votes cast. So uh, the people definitely spoke. Now, we don't know if there's been double votes. Um, but there was a clear... Yes, there was. Uh, ...winner, Number I would one. say. Uh, um, yes, there was. You know, w- wasn't, it was in the wasn't in the fall fall. Your original poll, but in the follow-up bowl. The got bull, the most it, votes. It like, yeah. and, and they got uh, roughly yeah. 25% of all the votes yeah, they did. cast. So... Um, that, that's pretty uh, impressive. Now, I'm curious if... Uh, all, all those folks played dial-in You know, it, when it comes to these polls That's what's always interesting do you, do, Is it fair to vote on Things that people haven't played um, Right, you know, right And, and the, that the feedback you got uh, Constructive, helpful feedback uh, That's like, you know, hey is it, To me, uh, you could have almost Worded it, hey, this is a hype poll what, do you, what machine do you think got the best Most positive hype for the year And that's probably a more accurate representation Of the results uh, right. Given that most people haven't played them, I mean, I think, I think out of all of these, I played on Jetsons, I played Dialed In, um, and I played Aerosmith's Star Wars. So I've played on four out of the uh, nine that oh, were you, in the top did ten. You, did so. you
0: play A- AF uh, Attack from Mars remake? No. Okay. Yeah, haven't played it. Okay. Well, it's. it's
1: I had the opportunity to but I yeah didn't.
0: well yeah because it was at Pinnagogo last year, yeah you played it attack from Mars I'm sure the remake's not going to be any different, so you know um you played Houdini, didn't you no you did not I didn't either Only well, not, that,
1: not that, well i mean i I played a ball on it, but the one that we played was uh, pre 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 beta Right. I mean it was alpha right so you can't really judge it based on that early prototype so now nah, you make good
0: points, but yeah, dialed in to get uh the lion's share of the votes. Number two was uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation.
1: Would, uh, let's see. That one, yeah, yeah. It got uh, roughly 20%.
0: Right. And then uh, Attack from Mars Remake came in third. Yeah, right there with that. uh The one that really only people went to, uh, very few people have played yet. Number four was uh, uh, Jersey Jack Pinball's Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: And oh, the one that didn't ship, Yeah,
0: right? that, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah. What, what was that again? But that, just shows, <laughs> that just shows you the marketing machine behind Jersey Jack must be uh, somewhat successful. People are, uh, you know, that's uh, 15% of the people voted for machine that they haven't seen or played in person. Well, some people may have seen it at the, the uh, expo. Right. But, but beyond the expo nobody's probably right.
0: played it other than seeing pictures and maybe video uh and rounding out the top five was star wars uh stern star wars aerosmith came in right after at number six uh number seven was houdini
1: um number eight guardians of well I'm past two Galaxy. past two Dini it's, it's just one or two or three votes.
0: Yeah, Pretty... yeah, Gardens of the Galaxy got three votes. Number nine, Alien got two votes, and a tie. Uh was there a tie for number ten? Yeah, Thunderbirds, Thunderbirds and, Jetsons. and Jetsons. yeah. Yeah, I am you you play where did you play
1: Jetsons at? At uh Pinagogo. I don't remember Jetsons being there. Yeah, uh, Shane brought one up from uh, L.A. Okay, I, I played Domino's.
0: I just didn't remember playing Jetsons. Oh, there were so many games there, so...
1: Oh, wait, you know what? You're right. I'm thinking of...
0: Okay, dominoes. was it Domino's? Okay. Because I, I remember playing dominoes. You know, I actually liked dominoes. I mean, it wasn't, you know... It wasn't, like, mind-altering or anything, but it was Definitely. fun. You know, I enjoyed it. Um,
1: it was mind-altering enough for me to think i Well, there Jetsons. you go.
0: So... Um, But that's that's uh, (laughs) I'm still checking about the whole uh, the whole pinside thing. Uh, But that was uh, uh, as voted on by pinside members the uh, the top uh, games of uh, uh, 2017. So of new games, you know, coming out or even if they haven't quite shipped yet. So I
1: think, but I think ultimately pinside just enjoyed uh, you know hating on you for several (laughs) days for even even considering doing a poll on a forum. I, I think I've redeemed myself with my latest uh, Golden
0: State Pinball. Actually, the very first Golden State Pinball uh, advertisement YouTube video. So
1: The pink so. nightmare is real.
0: The pink nightmare is real. And hot. That costume is hot, man. Okay? And I don't mean hot like cool. I mean <laughs> you cook cooking that thing. <laughs> um, it, it's warm. I'll tell you that. Uh okay Uh, now my personal choice from games I've actually played uh which would be uh Star Wars Aerosmith I played Attack from Mars a bunch so we'll go with it um dialed in and I tried to play Houdini three times but it kept breaking before I got to it Uh, let me read go
1: go ahead finish
0: my my number one choice is dialed in for for game of 2017.
1: So, if you had your choice of any of those games on either of the polls, no questions asked, take it home, it's yours, here's the keys. I'd take Dialed In Home. Hmm. So, with Now, my- I haven't played it, but I would probably him and haw between Alien and Total Nuclear Annihilation. Uh, t- total Nuclear Annihilation
0: is definitely my choice number two, having never played it. um. Alien, I haven't played, and so until I play it, you know. But I'm thinking you and I should make a Bay Area trip very, very soon to go play the one now that's on location. Yeah, yeah, do a little trip report. Definitely, we should do that very soon. Um, so that's 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 the uh, the pin side pole with drama. So <laughs> with
1: the drama was free, no doubt.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> all the free drama you cannot want and. And uh, without all the calories, yeah. okay. Um, IFPA growing. Pinball is growing in popularity. 2017 was an amazing year for pinball, uh, both in the private collectors' and, uh, homes and uh, and uh, uh, on location for arcades and barcades and, and, and competitive circles as well. Uh, just a few highlights from this year. Um, about that is uh, um, the IFPA, the International Flipper Pinball Association. They were founded in 2006 by Zach and Josh Sharp, and they started out with 500 players and 50 competitions worldwide. That was in 2006. Uh, by the end of 2017, they had uh, registered players on their website, which is ifpapinball.com, or is it .org? I forget. I'll have to look at it real quick. It's one of the two. Anyway, by the end of 2017, 55,000 registered players and nearly 4,500 events around the world, uh, which is like a hundredfold growth in in those few years. So,
1: huge,
0: yeah. Huge. Yeah. So, that right there show you pinball is growing and uh, becoming more popular yet again.
1: Um, and, and, Spencer, if I may, just a quick correction. Uh, IFPA actually existed in the early '90s and and then went dormant. So um, the Sharp brothers came along and re reinvigorated and activated it again. Gotcha. Thank you for that
0: clarification. Okay, so they kind of just uh, hit it with the paddles in uh, 2006. Yeah. So let's, let's redo this thing. Let's do it. All right. right. Thank you for thank you for the uh, technical support there. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you another drum. There you go. Because it's just just fun to do that. I'm having so much fun with this soundboard. Boy,
1: that was a keen (laughs) idea. Yeah, yeah, for for our listening audience versus our audience that doesn't listen. um, Come on. Where's the drum? Oh. (laughs) Spencer is uh, taking a turn as board operator, so he's uh, our chief engineer now. (laughs) And so, uh, if he's a little slow on the uh, sound effects that he's hunted us down, uh, please write to the spinner lit at Gmail. There we go. Now he's going to go the opposite direction. Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, where was
0: I? Oh, yeah. I have Okay. So. Um, so yeah, so you can uh, uh, you know you can find leagues near near you if you're starting a league, which we're going to get to that. Uh, you can register it with IFPA, so uh, you can register as a player on there, and it's free as far as I know. It's free to register as a player, I believe, still. Um, if you belong to a league, there is a dues now, um, and you can read all about that. Just Google it; it's easier, um, or just go to the IFPA website
1: and. Uh, well, I see Spencer is on that website. I just did a quick. I trick. am. What? You're, you're ranked in the top 4,000 players in the world. Congratulations. Thank you,
0: sir. Thank you. Yeah. Not bad, huh? Top
1: 165 in the state. Booyah. Wow. So, yeah. Not bad nice. for an old
0: guy, huh? Oh, no.
1: I wouldn't think somebody in the 70s would be. Uh, <laughs> oh, that hard. gets
0: a double drum roll. I'm going to wear that out, aren't I? All right. I hope so. <laughs> anyway. Um uh, hey, you know what? We're having fun. And that's that's the whole reason we do this show. It's just a lot of fun, man. So um on top of uh uh the expansive Well, it's not for the, well, not for
1: the women or the money. And are right? you
0: right, sir? <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Well, definitely not for the money. Um, uh, um on top of that, you know, their exponential okay. growth, uh, we also have really big growth. Uh, and this, uh, this is information I actually got off of uh, uh, a recent article in the New York Daily News that talked about um, the IFPA, uh, just pinball making a huge comeback in general. But uh, it turns out that in the year 2015, uh, Stern Pinball saw a 40 percent revenue increase, and then. Uh, In 2016, a 30% revenue increase
1: above that. So, um, I wonder how that tracks with their expense increases, or is that all just uh, raising prices because the market's willing to bear it?
0: Yeah, I don't know, but you know what? It says they're they're doing well. So, you know, that's exciting. You know, Jersey Jack. I mean, okay, they're getting ready to ship Pirates of the Caribbean, and uh, probably we're guessing they may be. Uh, announcing something else coming up in the not too distant future. Toy Story. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a rumor that, and we're gonna get to that. Um, but uh, you know, there's there's new arcades and new barcades popping up every every week. You hear about a new one. A new one just opened in Reno a while back. Um, you know, they're, they're just popping up all over the place, and uh, it just shows that pinball is really. Gaining in popularity, and I strongly urge uh, all, all our fellow pinheads who listen to the show keep talking at pinball and get get involved in a league or a club. You know, tell friends about bring friends who've never been to a pinball show to a pinball show. Uh, there'll be a lot of those coming up in future episodes. We'll be throwing out uh information on upcoming shows right at the beginning of the new year so there's really not a lot of shows going on right now but there will be the first one on the top of my head right now is texas pinball festival which is coming up in march i believe so but we're going to talk more about that later so uh well what's coming up in 2018 new
1: game rumors well we've had a couple big ones drop uh, just in the last couple of weeks
0: Yeah, you were just telling me about that uh, off the air earlier. So, or I think you were actually, were you on there? You were off the air, I think, still. Anyway, so what are those?
1: Well, you know, thanks to uh, uh, the hard work and diligence of a fellow podcaster over at uh, This Week in Pinball, uh, he's got uh, some connections and uh, dropped that he has confirmed uh, not when and not who, but he's confirmed the license. Uh, are in place for uh, not one, but two titles coming up. Um, and so he's shared them on Pinside and and on Facebook and um, other social media. So it's no surprise we're not doing anything or shattering here. But uh, his strong uh, contenders are um, uh, the Beatles, uh, which uh, is definitely getting some mixed reaction online. And uh, the second title, which... Uh, has long been cried out for, um, mainly because the audio on it would be amongst the, the very, very best call outs in all of pinball, uh, Pulp Fiction. Big Kahuna burger. That's a Hawaiian burger joint.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, these have been long talked about. Um, uh, I can see both of them selling well to a select audience. Um, they both do well in barcades. I don't see... One of the problems I have with both of these themes is it's not going to attract young people so much. Pulp Fiction, maybe, but The Beatles, Bat- I mean, you know.
1: So there's... There, I mean, you're right, but uh, Batman 66 uh, is definitely geared towards those of a, a certain generation um, and and apparently did quite well. So I think Beatles is along that. I could even see it uh, being something like, uh, uh, what is that? Who did Batman? Yeah. Now, right. Powell, in conjunction um, with Stern. They, they, maybe they do a yellow submarine version of the Beatles. You know, they could, they could try to get really interesting with it. Um, so I, you know, I think it's a fine line between trying to attract the next generation, but knowing that your bread and butter, um, are, you know, demographic is, um, you know, the bulk of us are in our thirties or older. And in a majority of that bulk is probably 40s and older. So um, something like Pulp Fiction, I think, hits the sweet spot for anybody that's in their 30s or older. Um, Beatles being kind of universally known theme. Um, so I, I can understand it. Do I have any interest in either? No. Um, but I haven't really had any interest in any of the titles coming, right. um, theme, theme-wise, coming out. Um, I'm more you know that's where total nuclear annihilation is kind of a lot more interesting to me and that's uh, an original theme right yeah yeah
0: now the rumor is that now it is now uh on total nuclear annihilation or tna that uh it's rumored now that th- that is currently the best-selling game that spooky pinballs had thus far being their last uh regular production game uh, was uh 300 units of uh, Rob zombie. So um, that's exciting.
1: That's great. It is. I hope, it is. I, I hope that vindicates those of us that are, are all about originality.
0: Yeah, um, me too. Me too. Um, I really am excited to play. It looks really fun. Uh, we have a couple of friends uh, that are going to be getting one um, that I know of, or I've heard they're going to be getting one. So we'll have opportunities to play it. In the not in the future. So that's going to be good.
1: And then, uh, you know, getting back to rumors, you know, I, I'm still going to pine away for a toy story. Um, I've come to grips that uh, I won't be able to own it because I'll be priced out of the market. But um, I look forward to playing it on location and and dreaming about it and making that, uh, you know, maybe the pin I get in 10 years kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? I, I mean, I know you want one, so if they do it, so... It should be good. I did hear a rumor about the Beatles. Another rumor that it was uh, going to be the next game from uh, Highway Pinball. So there's no. Yeah, there's no. That's scary.
1: (laughs) Given how badly they butchered their last, I mean, you know, not that they can't execute a game, but they just had so many problems with uh, license,
0: right. Right. But you know, who knows? Who knows what the future? I mean, that's the whole thing, you know. It's like the future of pinball is looking really bright right now. So, it's very exciting. And you know, and and although this isn't a rumor, we know Alice Cooper's coming out and I did see a photo on Facebook, a very close-up photo of a feature which I believe to be Alice Cooper. Um uh, Alice Cooper's what Nightmare Castle. Um uh, So,
1: yep, yeah. Which is in a very interesting approach it's licensed but it's in a very much a uh creative take on his universe you know
0: right right um so you know that's exciting of course you know we got pirates that's not a rumor either but we got that coming out uh uh, uh, they just shipped
1: most of the games on your poll. Let's put it that way. Right,
0: right, yeah. They, and they just shipped the first of the uh, Houdini. So I'm very happy for American pinballs. Very exciting. Uh, yeah. Other stuff in the pipe. You know, Willy Wonka is a big rumor right now. Um,
1: Iron Maiden. That's mainly because there's other stuff in the pipe. Right. Iron Maiden as pin. Been... Where's my? Where's my? Where's my drum? Where's your drum?
0: Other stuff in the pipe. Did I miss something? I'm sorry. I'm getting tired, so it's past
1: funk at the time. That's because you put other stuff in the pipe. In the pipe, got it. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Uh, I hate having to explain my jokes I know, I, I'm I, sorry, I that. I, I'm like,
0: no, it's, it's not you, it's me. No, no, it was a good joke. I'm just really getting fatigued because it's been a long day, but nonetheless, we're having fun. And we'll continue. Uh, what else was in the rumor mill? Um, oh, um, uh, why do I want to say Spawn? Spawn would be a good pinball machine. Uh, Dead Deadpool. Oh, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we've got in the rumor mill: Deadpool, Iron Maiden, uh, Pulp Fiction, Beatles, uh, Toy Story. Uh, we know at least uh, most of these are probably going to end up being not just rumors confirmed. Uh, Willy Wonka, you know, and the monsters—that's a constant one. Monsters keeps popping up every every few months. That
1: now no, are, are are you saying these are what people are asking for online or are you saying they're unconfirmed rumors all, all but the, the monsters are unconfirmed rumors um the monsters is a legit yeah monsters
0: isn't a legit confirmed rumor it's just people talking about it constantly okay, okay so
1: and when you say people you mean like you and one other person
0: no you know people on forums heads at shows Local
1: I'm bathroom. just giving you a hard time because I, I think that would be an awful <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. We already have Adam's family. Why do we need the Westers?
0: Well, you know, something I noticed because uh, when was it? Oh, when we went to uh, the family went to Reno um, at the end of summer, spent the weekend up there, you know, went shopping at all the great sporting goods stores, Cabela's, Shills, like that. Uh, took the kids to uh, uh, Circus Circus and had fun there. And then um, you know we had Malcolm, our oldest son, watch the Knucklehead Brothers, the Bash Brothers, Seth and Vicky, and uh, uh, Russ and I went, and, and you know we played a few. I am cheap man, and I am not a gambling guy, so we go and spend twenty bucks on the on the penny slots. And then we sat and in the bar, we're having an, uh, and we're having
1: Irish. To be clear, that's not cheap. That's uh, smart. Yeah,
0: I am not a big gambler, but I'll go. But um, you know, I, I look around at the games and the machines. And, you know, it's, it's, it seems like, you know, the monsters is still a big, big, big seller. Um, my, my boss, you know, when we go to have dinner at a casino or something, we'll go, he'll go drop 10, 20 bucks on a, on a Herman Munster slot just because he likes see Herman, you know. So, but I see a lot of pinball themes that have already, you know, a lot of themes have already been pinballs. There was an OVira slot machine uh, last time I was there, so. You know, they're really crossing over well with the WMS Industries, formerly Williams, Bally Williams Pinball, and Bally, making slot machines and other uh, adult gaming devices. Um, you know, they're going to rehash themes and reuse themes. So they're going to kind of bounce back and forth. Same with Batman, you know, Kapow. I believe they'd done a Batman slot machine, and then they did the, the Batman 66 game, which. I liked it before, but with the new code, if you haven't played it with the new code, definitely. Uh, when we get time, let's go down to Coin because it's really, they're really making some. That that game's really coming into its own. I'm really enjoying playing it now. I did before, but yeah.
1: That's
0: awesome. Good to hear. So, so any, anything else coming up? Uh, new game rumors? Uh, anything like that?
1: No, not. I mean, I think we've touched all the bases. You know, I'm still kind of monitoring um, the folks over uh, at Homepen, seeing what else because I know they have other things in the pipeline. So it'll be interesting year to, to see them come up, up to speed and um, how they start servicing other uh, regions in the world and uh, see as the popularity grows.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I'm excited to see what else to do because uh, you know, again, we've it's been talked about a lot uh the theme doesn't really do a lot for me but that one little mech i thought was really cool when i saw the video of it with the uh where uh the pool the swimming pool opens up and instead of a rocket coming out a pinball comes out so yeah you know it's, it's, it's all exciting stuff you know looking forward to a, a really good year in pinball and and new games and and shows and all kinds of fun stuff going on so uh our next topic is uh, a new league coming to Reno. Um, Mark Scoff of Reno, Nevada, who wrote the uh, Spinner is Lit theme song that you hear at the beginning and the ending of the show, uh, he reached out to me a while back, and we we, we talk and text back and forth frequently. Um, he started uh, a new league in Reno, the Reno Pinball League or the Reno Silver Ballers. Uh, he's uh, actually, when he's texting...
1: Yeah, he, he
0: was texting me tonight because I was just asking, him, do you have more info on? Because he sent me some T-shirt designs and you know pictures of him, stuff like that that he's doing. And uh, he's on vacation right now with his family in Palm Springs. So, uh, so shout out to Mark again. And uh, um, but uh, he doesn't have the website up yet, and he doesn't have an email yet. He's going to do that as soon as he gets back from vacation. But uh, you can you can reach out to him if you're a member of Pinside. He's a uh, pinball on the mark. That's Mark Scott. If you're in the Reno area interested in getting involved in their new pinball league. So just wanted to kind of give that a shout out. And if you have a pinball league or a show and you want it, uh, you want us to talk about it on on the show, uh, just reach out to us and email us at thespinnerslit at gmail.com. But uh, that's what's going on with the, the whole, you know, hey, new league in Reno is forming, Reno Pinball League. So if you're up in the Reno area, look for that real soon. And uh, um, yeah, pretty cool, man. Pinball's really growing by leaps and bounds. And and uh, we're coming to the end of the episode, man, the end of the, the first show of 2018. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Going to be an interesting, fun, and exciting year in life and pinball.
1: Yes, absolutely. so and
0: I think we're going to keep it just under an hour this this episode. That's kind of a first for us in a while.
1: <laughs> it's probably healthy for you. Yeah, you know time, what, but... man? It's
0: been a, a, a today was my second day back at work after the holiday, and um, it was a really good day. You know, because I had a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff in the pipe of the holidays, really stressing me out, and it's all just kind of fell into place, and everything's just uh, uh, so like today was just like a really good day, so. It was cool. So closing thoughts, sir.
1: Um, Just uh, really uh, thankful looking back at 2017 for uh, you kicking me in the butt and getting me involved in your podcast. So I want to thank you uh, again um, for uh, including me. I've enjoyed our journey together. Um, Really appreciate uh, everything you bring to the table, the energy and excitement you bring. Um, every month to our podcast and uh, just looking forward to 2018. Yeah, man. Uh, Right back at you. You know, I
0: mean, you really, you know, the show, you know, when it was just me doing it, you know, there was really something missing and you fit that missing piece. Did I
1: fill your void?
0: You did. You fill my void. You complete me. <laughs> you do, man, though. But you know what? And, and it's because it's because like, like I tell everybody and we tell the listeners, this is almost identical to when you and I are sitting in the car and we're driving to the Bay Area to go visit Bay Area Pinhead friends and go play pinball. Uh, and, and what episode would be complete without a shout out to our to our good brothers, Mof and Practical Steve? so well, there you go i got it
1: i got it in the the Mo and practical steve shout out um to
0: be clear for those
1: that are doing, well to be clear for those that are doing the drinking game at home uh the shout out to practical steve happened in the first segment it uh, did so now they That's had right. to do two shots and, and the reference to the conversation in the car which is an entire uh can of beer uh was just wrenched as well
0: the, the spinners lit drinking game i love it um it's like we used to play one on us in the Navy watching reruns of uh, Quincy if he said "Quincy," anybody said Quincy I'd take a drink. and if anybody said Quincy had to drink a whole beer. so and, and to be uh, clear,
1: I'm talking about root beer, just just yes,
0: yes, you are, sir. Yes, you are because we're a family show. Um, okay, we got a lot to edit or I have a lot to edit this week. Uh, other shout outs. um you know, I'm gonna give Mark scoff his third shout out of the night for creating and without being asked, I mean, he just, like, one day emailed me and said, hey, I, I wrote this song for you, man, and uh, and uh, recorded it. Here you go. It's for the, for the show. So and that was awesome. He never asked for anything in return. Just, you know, give me a shout-out. So I am, or we are. Uh want to give uh, thanks and shout-out, you know, uh, to my family, man, who puts up with uh, my crazy pinball hobby and gets involved with it, my, my lovely wife, uh, everybody knows is rusty. whose real name. And I don't even know if you know, this is Ann. So I married Marianne. And I do
1: because uh, all your emails come from her.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Our joint email, Spencer, rusty 13. Hi, Marianne. Okay. So, uh, and, and my kids, you know, uh, my lovely daughter, Hannah, our oldest child got married this last year to a wonderful man. Uh, they've been dating for five years and they're doing really well. They got married in October and, uh, uh, I held it together, man. I was fine. I was totally fine till uh I saw her walking down the aisle because she's a very independent woman. So she said, Dad, I hope you're not upset. I don't want you to walk me down the aisle. I just want you to stand next to me when I come down the aisle. And then I was going to read a passage from the Bible, which I did. And then – uh uh uh, but as soon as I saw her coming down the aisle, man, I had to like bite my lip to keep it in cause I was ready to cry like a little girl with a skin knee. So,
1: oh, sure. It's your daughter.
0: Yeah. she's beautiful, man. I'm really happy, uh, uh, for them both. So it was a beautiful ceremony. Anyway. So, you know, we had, uh, my daughter get married and, uh, you know, and you know, um, I, well, you haven't even met my daughter, but you know, all, all, the boys, uh, Seth and Mickey and of course, Malcolm. So, um, you know it's been a wonderful year, and, and looking forward to twenty eighteen with them. And a shout out to uh, all our good friends and and in, uh, uh, in the Capital Corridor Pinball League. And uh, big big thank you again to uh, Michael Hosier, Adam Pressler, uh, the the Neff family, uh, Eric and Andrea Neff and their kids, and uh, um, Bannister the Bannister family, family, Chris and Michelle and their lovely kids. Um, who, who should I name them all?
1: Uh, I think they're I think they're already named, so I think you're good.
0: Yeah, there you go. Ba-dum-bum.
1: Oh, oh, where is it?
0: There you go. <laughs> but no, and and you know, um, because they open up their homes to us every other week and and share their homes and their games, and uh, you know, we don't have a league, but for them, you know, their generosity and their kindness. So I always want to give a big shout out to them. Um, and, and all the people who show up to League, you know, and bring food and bring drinks and, and bring friendship, as well as our super-duper top-secret cardboard fort group, which we don't talk about. But, um, well, you just violated rule number one of that group. Uh,
1: Boy, that was a idea.
0: There you go. Yeah, don't talk about it. It's like Fight Club. But, you know, just the friendships. And, and you know, that's why I, I you know, water off duck's back with the whole pin-side uh, debacle. and uh, Because, you know... All the people I've met in pinball and all the people I continue to meet, I forge friendships with, you know, and they're just the best people. So that's what I'm uh, most thankful for at the holidays. And, you know, just in the new year is just all the wonderful people and the big excitement. So I'm going to end the show on this note. Uh, don't forget if you're anywhere in the United States, but especially in California or the neighboring states, uh, May 18th, 19th, and 20th this year, in Lodi, California. What's going to happen, Seth?
1: A little show we like to call the Golden State Pinball Festival. That's right. Golden State
0: Pinball Festival. So, uh, again, uh, goldenstatepinball.org, correct? Correct. Dot com will work. Dot com will work. Okay. All right. I think that's about it for night. So, uh, once again, this has been episode 12 of the Spinner's Lit Pinball Podcast. And uh, with your host, me, Spencer, and my co-host, Seth. Thanks for stopping in again and listening and sharing some pinball with us. Uh, Looking forward to seeing everybody in 2018. Play
1: pinball. Keep America strong. Night, everybody.